everybody, and welcome to the final episode of Infinite Canvas. I'd like to just take a moment and explain why exactly it is that this show is coming to an end, and also to reassure that this is not the end of our endeavors. I grew up wanting to pursue a career in a visual medium, and the idea of a podcast where we talk about making comics sounded like a great opportunity where arguably there was none already like so. But the time that I spend preparing, recording, and editing the show is time that I'm not using writing, drawing, or just working on my visual portfolio. David, of course, is showrunning Infinite Adventures, our Pathfinder podcast where we're playing Strange Eons, and that updates every Thursday. If uh, you still want to hear our voices goofing about and pretending to be in trouble, uh, you should probably go check us out there. In uh, today's episode, David, Viv, and I will be, I wouldn't say reviewing, because that's not really what it is, but just gushing over the Avengers Endgame movie. Came out like a lifetime ago by the time this is out and uh there will be spoilers so be careful on that and i think we spoil some other stuff but i can't remember what off the top of my head um i do have to reiterate though even though this project is coming to a premature close we will still be working on other stuff which you can find at scistar.net that's s-c-i-s-t-a-r.net or on twitter facebook tumblr and instagram at scistar comics you can also follow me personally at scistar johnny uh david at cc underscore foz on twitter and i believe that's it um um, oh, I do make a reference to a uh, to uh, an artist later on. Her name is Bev Johnson. Um, like it, I think eight minutes in or something like that. Whenever I say I'm gonna edit this in, that's when it's in. Um, uh, shows you exactly how my editing process works. I don't actually remember what it was, and I forgot to write it down. And I'm not gonna scour through all that. So, <laughs> all right. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the episode, and I'll catch you guys in Infinite Adventures. I think. And uh, thank you for everybody who's kept up with us so far. We are still gonna make stuff. Just this project is just coming to an end. Thank you guys. shenanigans or anything i'm just gonna hit record and start talking so truly this is the end of infinite adventures as we know it no weird shenanigans at the beginning also it would be kind of weird if this was the end of infinite adventures because this is infinite canvas <laughs> no wait no don't end my uh, stuff i still want to keep going. i haven't even been on infinite <laughs> adventures it's because i was listening to it today which by the way i did get your message about how we should have renamed the uh what's it what's the episode that came up before this so 23 coup de gras um, I hadn't re-listened to it before we ended up naming it, and I realized that it's what he would have wanted probably would have fit a lot better, because I said it, like, so many goddamn times. <laughs> See, um, well, uh, I chose, I was choosing the name for this episode, for that episode, that week, and that was one of the names I was gonna send John, <laughs> but, uh, John usually wants me to keep it short, and I'll you not name an ep not give an episode too long of a name, and I thought that would have been too long of a name to do it. That's so I was five like, words. Eh. So I go well. Technically, what I wanted was coup de gras with the question mark, but you didn't put the question mark on there. Oh, I thought the question mark was you asking me a question. I'm like, is this a appropriate title? No, uh, I didn't know it was part mark. of the title. <laughs> You know, in, in hindsight, I realized that the question mark was inside the quotation mark. So, like, that would have been part of the title, but I'm an, I'm an idiot and didn't read into it. <laughs> um, well, I successfully derailed the intro. We didn't even yeah. plan on that. Isn't that great? Yeah. Man, I'm going to miss this.
Um, I'm already going to have a little intro thing I'm going to do explaining uh, why this is the last episode anyway, so that's fine. Um, Wait, what? You, David, we talked about this. Um, I'm a tired and bitter old man at this point, okay? Much like Captain Steve Rogers, because in today's episode... <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. We've never really done, uh, I'm not going to call this a review because I, for Christ, I'm not going to review this. 10 out of 10. Um, I'm not, uh, Eight I'm and not a half gonna... out of 10. Okay, whatever, it's fine. We're not going to argue over that, I guess. Well, I'm I mean, we got to get technical about it. I'll say maybe 9 out of 10. There are probably some little things that bothered me a little bit. But, um, so, gen generally, I think that we all liked the movie, I want to say, or loved oh. it, or enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah, say I that. liked it. Lots of good payoffs. It was okay. It was okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not gonna gatekeep this. Or I don't know. If that's the right word. It certainly but... wasn't Thor: Dark World. That's for sure. Look! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Dunk on Thor: Dark World all you want. I actually liked that movie. Okay. I never said Thor: Dark World was bad. I'm just saying it's the worst Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> The worst Marvel movie is Fantastic Four, and we all the 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 second one, and we all know that. Not that doesn't one, count because it's not in the MCU. Well, I, I guess before we start, I'm pretty sure you would have mentioned it in the um in the intro that this will be like super super spoiler heavy. I uh, mean, not the just for Endgame. Lifted the ban anyways, so. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, true, but not just for Endgame. I mean, like. For every, of uh, like Marvel MCU movie, oh, we're we're only allowed to spoil the MCU. Um, I mean, if we accidentally spoil other things like we normally do, it'll be fine. <laughs> I am happy this could be the. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm glad that we're ending on this episode because for anyone who decides to comment saying, "Oh, you spoiled this for us," guess what? We're not going to see it. <laughs> so, jokes on you. Um. Uh, but yeah, if you if you still get stuff spoiled, then that's just you being a dummy. So it's also kind of a weird coincidence that this is the last episode of our thing. Um, not trying to like make this the literal ending of it, uh, this way. Uh, but uh, David had asked me if he wanted to if we wanted to talk about this, and then I was like, oh, David, I want to like not do the show anymore. And he's just like, well, can we still do this? And I'm like, yeah, let's just do this. It sounds fun. I want to talk about Avengers. I don't really get to talk a lot about it, and I don't want to annoy everyone at work because I talk a lot at work, and um, it's very difficult to not talk about something you really want to talk about. It eats me up inside, and it's very, um, I can't talk about it in my own house unless I'm locked up in this room because of the fact that one person in my family has not seen it, and he has still not seen it, and it's really bothering me. I'm sorry about that. You should threaten him. You should give him a... I, I gave a co-worker a week to watch it. And if she does not watch it, I, I'm going to be talking about it. Like I said, this isn't really going to be the end of like everything we do. This is just the end of this particular project that we're working on. Um, and hopefully in the future we'll uh, come up with something that's got some very similar elements to this. But probably executed a little bit better and something a little bit easier to, uh, to get around to. I don't know exactly how to say it, but... Um, I want to work on comics right now, like, actually, like, with my hands, so, um, this, there, there's a lot of hours and stuff that go into this, and also a lot of prep that goes into making stuff up, and it's all very time-consuming. Um, enough of that. What was everybody's favorite moment in Endgame? 
everybody, I'm assuming the people who are listening to this have either seen the movie already or are just listening to us for whatever fucking reason. So, okay. Um, a quick thing before I, before we start talking about our our favorite scenes and stuff. Okay. Um, <clears throat> like John mentioned, I wanted to do this episode mostly because of a coworker that I talked to at, at work. Not the same one that I gave the week to, a different one. Um, and he's giving me some stupid and, like, idiotic reasons of why <laughs> Infinity War is a lot better than Endgame. And I, I just wanted to ask um, the both of y'all, um, which one do you think was better, Endgame or Infinity War? I'm not a film critic, but... I think as a film, Infinity War might be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as which one I'd be willing to watch again, that's a. I haven't rewatched a Marvel movie, <laughs> so that's that's a hard one. Um, um, you asked me this question. John, which one do you? Uh, I mean, not in here, but which which one did you think was better? So um, the reason I said that you've asked me this question before is because it's going to sound kind of similar to Viv's answer, and it's that. As a narrative, I think that Infinity mm-hmm. War works better. As mm-hmm. a... Um, I forgot the phrase that I used last time. Fuck. Um, it, it used big fancy smancy words. Um, basically, as a... Um, here's here's all this... It, it, uh, Endgame works better as fan service the movie. This is everything mm-hmm. you've ever wanted to see in a movie... And we're going to cram as much in here as we can and also try to give it a plot. Now, the plot makes sense. It works. It's whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like... Thanos' plan is way better in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, my defense to your your statement, John, is that not many people think it was fanservice-y enough. So, um... I I don't know. They just... Already three hours. (laughs) Okay, but let Valkyrie be by... God damn. Wait, she's not. She she's confirmed though, isn't she? I know that they're trying to like keep it like like uh. I don't. They're JK they, Rowling. I don't think it's I know, confirmed. But... I think it's fans have uh it's done a lot of like stuff. Uh, it is subtext that, that is very close to becoming actual text. Like it's subtext buried under a milliliter of text. Uh, you know who agrees with that though? Her actress and also who? Brie Larson. Tessa Thompson, is that her name? Valkyrie's actress. Uh, Val- Valkyrie's actress, so. Tessa Thompson, and uh, Brie Larson, who is, we all know, is Captain Marvel. Um, they both uh, are supporters of the idea because so, uh, there's an artist who, I want to get the name right, I'll put it in post. She uh, drew a picture of them, and uh, I want to say Tessa Thompson retweeted it. And they're both really on board with this idea. So there you go. Um, Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson both ship Valkyrie and Captain Marvel. And that's a thing they you're into. Although I think it's a weird ship. Um, mm-hmm. I would probably put Valkyrie with someone else. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel already has a wife. Wait, what? Oh, I forgot her name. Shoot. That, that reunion was like the entire point of uh, the Captain Marvel movie. It was reuniting loved ones. That was the entire point of the movie. But it's written by, uh, but it's written by uh, Hollywood people who are trying to keep it very safe, so that conservative people don't understand the text, the subtext. So they can release it overseas <laughs> in places where uh, 
queer stuff isn't as accepted. Pretty much. Um, there's a lot of stuff in Endgame that I, I absolutely uh, loved also that it's just like, um, it's like it, it put a smile on my face seeing these kinds of things also, but it's like, um, I don't think there's some people who didn't, my mom definitely didn't like a lot of the, uh, so, okay, hold on, I'm sorry, while we're on this topic, um, my mom didn't like Vision in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, any, the, wait, any particular reason why? Uh, she said he looked really gay, and I'm just like, um, what? First of all, he, he, first of all, he has a girlfriend, she's like, that doesn't change my opinion on him. He, and then I'm just like, um, okay. That's weird, I guess. Well, like, technically, Vision doesn't have a girlfriend until Infinity War, but yeah. I mean, he's dead, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a weird way to look at a character. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, that's a dumb reason. I don't know how to respond to that. Hey, we live in we 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 live in Texas. I don't know. I don't want to say. Don't throw everyone in Texas under the bus. That's true. Texas. Yeah, is some not, of my best friends enough. live in Texas. <laughs> One of my, some of my best friends live in Texas too, i.e. me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, let's let's get into like the actual movie itself. So um, a lot of the stuff I've heard, I, I've I've heard like uh mixed reviews on how the movie started. Some people didn't like the fact that um Thanos got killed in the first few minutes, and uh. Others uh, were like, oh, no, yeah, that's cool. It, it gave us room for, like, new Thanos. Uh, did y'all like that? Because I kind of did like it. I thought it was a pretty badass moment for everyone. Yeah, I felt that that was a very appropriate thing. And it's like, I think it's a good narrative moment for, to just show the, the heroes coming in and uh, avenging the world. Well, I, I, I myself liked it because you saw that they were, like, they, they were so desperate to, like, save the world that they just, you know, let their anger get to them. Especially, like, for Thor. He just, like, shows up and goes, like, okay, yeah, I'll go for the head. And just chops off uh, Thanos' head. And I thought that was pretty badass. So, for me personally, um, in hindsight, I liked it. It's fine. It works as a narrative. Um, But when it happened, I was so pissed off. Because I honestly thought that it was a fake out and he was going to reality stone himself back in and it was going to be a big fight. And I was just like, okay, I mean, did they really kill him? Okay, I guess he's really dead. Oh, okay. It took me a minute to process that. I think I was there at the like, I was processing it with the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that at the beginning uh, of that, that they do the thing they should have done. That Thor aimed where he should have, not the head. He cut off his freaking arm that had the gauntlet. <laughs> you can't snap, snap if you have no hands. <laughs> um, oh, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, but um, for a good while until like I actually rewatched the uh, the Infinity War movie, and I didn't rewatch it until uh, it actually came out on DVD. I always thought Thanos said, "Go for the hand." I didn't know he said, oh. "Go for the head." So yeah, I was always I, I was always in the assumption that he said go for the hand, which I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Why didn't he go for the hand? Um, I heard I knew I he said head, and I was just like, why did he say head? Did he try to say hand? What's going on here? <laughs> I'm very confused. Glad to know that we're all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> we're all accidentally on the same page. That's nice. 
Um, one of uh, the friend I was talking about said that he really hated this scene because Thanos wasn't a badass here. It's like, oh, he just like defeated all of the Avengers like in the previous movie. Now he just easily goes down. And was like, did you not watch the movie? He just said he like destroyed the Infinity Gems, which almost killed him. So he's like super weakened. And he goes, I, it, it makes perfect sense why he like so easily got defeated. Plus they had Captain Marvel, which I mean, and he's is a badass again. <laughs> yes, when you retire, you automatically um, take a minus ten to your strength. Uh, no, when you retire, all your uh, all your classes are replaced with NPC classes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Okay, so then. Uh, after that, I think the next... Oh, wait, this is... I. Uh, before that, it's when they find Tony Stark in the... Uh, um, in space, which then leads them to uh, to Thanos' new world. Which, by the way, I do like the whole scene with uh, Tony Stark and Nebula, like, being best friends. No, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that part. I didn't know how much I would have enjoyed to see, like, them just playing games that I swear we played in like elementary school. And not Fortnite, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never playing the uh I don't even know what that thing is called. Like paper football or <laughs> I think it's just paper football. <laughs> paper football. Hey, I would have loved to see a scene of them just playing one player D and D, which I don't know if it's possible. Man, and the part where they played hide and seek on the ship and then <laughs> That didn't happen. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? I love that part. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, and they then, played uh, freeze tag, and yeah, this, that, I, I thought that was a weird twenty minutes. Of, yeah, and then like they were playing scene. freeze tag, and the life support went out, and Tony literally froze. <laughs> oh god! Nebula was the victorious, of course, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, I really liked that scene. I didn't know. I did not know how much I would have. I. I Wanted to see that scene, not I'm even knowing. I'm so it. glad that Nebula got so much more character development, though, because man, I didn't really realize how great of a character she could have been. True, true. Um, I was always in the wheelhouse of I wanted, I kind of wanted her to uh, kill Thanos, or be like the one thing that puts the end to Thanos, mm-hmm. like in a big major way. Because she's she's never gotten her little comeuppance in like the other movies, and I know in the comics she actually does defeat Thanos. Uh, spoiler alert for the comics. Um, How old were the comics? I don't know. That one came out a really really long time ago. I I don't know the exact date, but uh, I would have liked to seen that. But that's more of me david wanted to see that i so, mean i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that wanted to see that just because they wanted it to be more comic accurate and, and, uh, true but that's just me being a little bit more nitpicky so i was like i'm not really judging the movie because of they didn't give me that and like some people do like to judge movie because they didn't get what they wanted so uh, on that but, topic of nebula using the gauntlet i actually thought they foreshadowed it when they went to uh um what's the fucking name of that uh Mor- morag and she put her hand inside where the power stone was, and her hand was like melting through, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the like, you know, her hand was like um, was all hot and stuff. And she grabbed the power stone just fine. 
And I thought, okay, since she's so so much of her is mechanical, she could probably grab the gauntlet and like use it, and like she'll be fine afterwards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or just to show you like how much willpower she has that she could just do it herself. And honestly, I thought that was kind of like a, a hint at it, but I guess that never really happened, so... I never took it like that, but now that you say it, I, I kind of see it now. Man, it was really weird when Steve Rogers got the Infinity Gauntlet and just snapped everyone out of existence. A real turn. Wait a minute. So why didn't anyone notice that her arm was fine when they came back? Uh, no, they, they, they did. If they think about it, because in the scene before she brings uh, Thanos' ship back... She has a cloth that's tied up, that's tying that hand around. Okay. And she undoes it. She undoes it. So they th- they did think about that. Uh, okay. I was the same way, but then I th- I heard that they actually they actually had that moment of her untying like some cloth she had around her hand before um activating the machine. But yeah, they actually covered themselves there. Okay. But yeah, then okay, so that's how like the movie actually started off. Well, that's not how it actually started off, but um, so they had the uh, Captain Marvel saving Iron Man and uh, Nebula. See, here's the thing, Captain Marvel. Like, I I know that there's there's people who are like, oh man, you don't like Captain Marvel because she's a woman or something. Like, she feels kind of like shoved in the movie, almost like the Russos didn't really want to put her in. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting, that the writers didn't really want her in the movie. Well, she wasn't really in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the two moments she was in the movie. Two moments she was in the movie, basically. Mm-hmm. She uh, didn't really do much, and she felt almost, like, shoved in. To be fair, though, a lot of characters felt like that in this movie, but most of them were brought back to life, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you have True. a point there. Uh, for me, I was kind of okay with it. It's like one okay, one Captain Marvel would have solved the whole problem. Yes, she, she herself would have solved everything. I think so that's I'm my happy that they found a reason why she couldn't be there. Just like, hey guys, don't Earth is not the only one going through this. There's like billions of other planets that are going through this that I had to help because guess what? They don't have Avengers. And I thought that was like a really smart way to not have her be in the movie. So I was okay. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I was okay with that. Now I want a Beta Ray Bill movie. Oh, they're saying they're saying that that might be a thing because since uh, uh, Thor is heading to space that uh, maybe not this next movie coming up because I think this next one coming up has already been said is going to be a uh, Adam Warlock movie. So the next one after that may be a Beta Ray, a Beta Ray Bill movie. Yeah, I mean, Thor does have an extra hammer to give away now. Uh, no, they put it back. They yeah. did? No, yeah. yeah Steve brought uh, it back. Because Steve, Steve is back. worthy. <laughs> Which, my boy's worthy! <laughs> Oh my God! Whenever when he when he when he held the hammer, my theater was just exploding with like cheers and stuff, and I was just like, I always get kind of like nervous whenever like people are cheering like in any event, and I'm just like, well, everybody else is doing it, and I really want to, so <laughs> I'll be part of the problem. I'll make noise. <laughs> yeah, I I did cheer a couple times in random parts that nobody else cheered on, which is why I felt kind of bad. <laughs> And my mom was just looking at me like, the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm just cheering, it's fine. Okay, no, so I had a moment, I do apologize, where so, where, where uh, someone was asking me, what, what's going on here? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm watching the movie for the first time too. 
Like, how do you not know what's going on? I don't know what's, what's going on! Um, <laughs> Especially after they killed Thanos, I didn't know what was going on anymore. Man, but the, the best character development, like, Cap being worthy was great, but Hulk. Hulk made the movie for me. <laughs> oh, God. And then he ruined it when he dabbed. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was probably the most in-character thing ever done in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I'm I mean, just kidding. I don't really. I don't. I don't hate dabbing. I don't hate Fortnite. I, I'm indifferent to Fortnite. I've never played it. Uh, they almost got me to play it once when Infinity War came out, and I really wanted to play as Thanos. But I really thought hard about it and thought to myself, I'm never gonna be Thanos if I play anyways. <laughs> so I might as well not play. Uh, <laughs> I do like how. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Hulk. Our Professor Hulk and uh, Thor. I think they were the the highlight of the movie, at least in the comedy section of the movie. They were amazing. While we're on Thor, I have a question to ask you, David, because mm -hmm. I, I know you're you're a large fella to like me. Uh, did you feel that uh, Thor was fat phobic? Because I hear a lot of people complaining about Thor in this movie. Uh, I, on the I, internet, not in real life. Real life, I haven't heard anybody actually complain about it. I mean, the only. The only people I've heard complain about it are like the the you know women's that really find Chris Hemsworth attractive and did get to see him with his like super abs and muscular arms. But other than that, I, had, I haven't really heard anyone else complain about it. Can I just say that Thor in this movie like looks like the most Norse god like, <laughs> like as possible? I'm like, dude, he he went full Norse god, and I am for it. Thor rocks that dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, and uh, oh. I, I don't know what the I don't know if this is the phrase, but a friend of mine um, said that uh, that uh, Hulk is a twonk. I don't know if that's the right phrase. Hey, wh what a twonk? I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna look it up right now. It's like a cross between a hunk and a and a twink. I think that sounds about right. Wait, but I thought I thought twinks were supposed to be like young. Yeah, no, so she described Boys. it to me, she described it to me, because it's like, he's got the baby face, but he's got, like, the, he's got the body, also. I see no baby like, face on that thing. That's what she said! I'm sorry! That's not, that's not a baby, that is a grown man <laughs> he face. Has, he has Mark Ruffalo's face. <laughs> she said it was like, he's like a giant teddy bear. How can he have Mark Ruffalo's face if Mark Ruffalo has Mark Ruffalo's face? <laughs> oh, God. I wonder if, like, I wonder if Professor Hulk ever just, like, ever just like does the voice you know like does the old hulk voice just for fun you know <laughs> and like both of them both of them just both of them just laugh you know it's like just a mutual laugh it just here's the thing i thought was weird and it was when the ancient one like it, this is a scene that i thought was gonna happen but it didn't happen which is weird when she threw bruce banner out of the hulk i honestly thought the hulk was gonna go on a rampage so did i <laughs> and i was just like well no the thing is though even even hulk and ragnarok was like calmed down so like maybe not but yeah it would have been weird mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think I, I i'm pretty sure they thought about doing it but then they're like, wait, then that's just going to confuse the the whole timeline then if they have like two rampaging Hulks. Um, oh, just well, give us a whole scene of two Hulks punching the shit out of each other. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, are you telling me you didn't like um, Professor Hulk trying to smash? Oh, that was it's, great. <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is... If Hulk fights Hulk in the movie, that would have just basically been an entire Hulk too. 
It's surprising how much you can do with Hulk in the comics. Like, there, he has a history, but, like, I don't ever know anything about, like, outside of, like, the government's trying to find him, and he gets into fights a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, while we're on the topic of the time travel, um, because we brought up the, the Hulk fighting Hulk, um, hey, David, you asked me a question. You, you were talking earlier about what would happen, or how Hitler was, like, the most, um, protected person in, uh, in history, time travel was. Most effective time travel killer. Right, because you said that, um, if anybody ever, tr- uh, if, ev- if everybody tries to go back in time and kill him and he's still alive, that means that clearly that, uh, uh, they haven't succeeded. What I had said was that I I can't remember where I heard it, but they were like, hey, quick, you know, just a quick thing to think about is that um, Hitler must be the world's best time travel killer because if, um, anyone who wishes to have tri- time traveling powers or just the device of time travel, uh, if you were to ask them what, what they would do with it, the first thing they'll say is go kill Hitler. And as from what we can see now, Hitler is still was alive all the way up to like the very end of like the war or whatever which means that uh no time traveler succeeded in killing him therefore hitler is a pretty kid killer or assassin of the time travel uh variety so i want to make an argument and i'm going to use the avengers universe as an example Mm -hmm. let's say that there's a lot of people who have come up with this idea right Mm -hmm. um the ancient one says that if you go back in time and um you don't remove a time or you don't remove an infinity stone but the timeline will just kind of correct itself mm-hmm. um if you remove a t- if you remove a uh an infinity stone then they creates an alternate timeline so let's say that somebody has invented a time machine and they want to go back in time and they want to kill hitler all right mm-hmm. person one does this creates a temporary alternate universe in which they have succeeded and then return back to their time and nothing has changed person number two does the same thing Person mm-hmm. number three, this it's just an infinite loop of people going back, doing this, coming back, and then being... It's like the scene from the beginning of the Aven- uh, Avengers Endgame where they go and kill Thanos, and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, this doesn't really affect anything now. <laughs> Except now I feel kind of good, but kind of bad. Okay, uh, while we're still talking about this time travel stuff, <laughs> were any of that confused in how the time traveling worked in... The Avengers universe? Absolutely not, because oh. I watched Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, I've mentally been hand waving time travel for years. Oh god! See, because how I saw it, it was like, um, I what I took it is if you cause a big change, a big universal change in the past, that you then create a new future where that future is now what the past affects. So basically, your future is no longer affected by the past. So I thought that, oh, if you take an affinity stone or gem from the universe, you're changing the universe in a big way, in which that creates a time a, a split timeline. The same way, like, when Thanos traveled from the past to the future, it created a big universal change, which now creates a new timeline from there. And that's how I took it. Um, it's like some people are like, oh, time the whole time traveling mechanics of the Marvel universe is so confusing, makes no sense. It's like I I don't see I I don't see that. I, it kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, the the time travel seems to work like it does in the comics for Marvel, where any instance of time travel just makes another universe, mm-hmm. which I guess technically means that that one universe that they took the Infinity Gems from might still be doomed. 
Mm-hmm. But who knows? So here's my biggest plot problem with Infinite uh, with uh, uh, with Endgame, and it's that there's the five years between when Thanos destroyed the Infinity Stones and when they went back and got more. Mm-hmm. In those five years, how has Dormammu not destroyed? Uh, has not consumed the universe? <laughs> Because the only thing really stopping him was the fact that there was a time stone. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now mm-hmm. there's no time stone. Literally nothing can stop me now. Let's go. True, true, true. Would he have known that? He is stuck in a different dimension. He's in his dimension. He's like, he just eats other universes. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, are they trying to make him Galactus? No, I think Dormammu's just going to be Dormammu and Galactus is going to be Galactus. Isn't there a comic event, like, currently, right now, where where Galactus and Dormammu are fighting and Galactus has the upper hand? I, I have no clue what you're talking about. I heard about that. That, that, that right, there, There's a moment in the comics where it's like an event, it's like a, not event, but it's like a miniseries where Galactus and Dormammu fight. Galactus is currently winning because... He eats planets, and the dark and uh, Dormammu has a bunch of planets or some shit. I don't know. I don't think Dormammu eats planets. Though. I don't know. He lives his own little dimension. I think apparently that Galactus job has already been taken too. by Galactus. I don't know. The last time uh, I saw Galactus in comics was a Moon Girl comic. Is she the girl, girl with the dinosaur? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, time travel. I would have just then preferred to say that they don't know how time travel worked and just left it like that. They kind of said something like that. They hand they hand waved themselves to be honest. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I I'm sorry again for bringing up time travel, uh, but I have a question. What's your personal take on how time travel would work if real? Let's start with Viv, or if you have a general idea of what you think time travel would work like. Uh, I do not. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a a thing that I spend my time thinking of how it will work because well what's the point of doing that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's well, why think of how time travel works in your narrative? It just messes up everything. Uh, please disregard the fact that one of the future uh, mass characters is gonna to be. Say, a, I was gonna say time. you were gonna fuck with my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> it, hey, I was gonna hold off until you said time travel is okay, and I assume you know how time travel works in your setting by then. The, the, yeah, the true question is, John, how do you think time travel is gonna work? Because how do you think time travel? Your world is gonna mine. get messed up by time travel. Okay, so the way I see time travel, and uh, I actually like this, it's uh, it follows uh, two things. Uh, one, it does follow the alternate universe thing, but you can also return back to your original universe as well. The way it works is all of the timelines exist at the same time. So let's say you want to go back to 1885, right? Classic Back to the Future year. Um, you want to go back to 1885, right? Set the date. Boom, you're going back to 1885. You now disappear from this universe. Let's call it Universe A. And you enter Universe B, which is 1885. You stay in 1885 for one year, and you want to return to your timeline. You have to return to your timeline one year after you left. Because the timelines are in sync. You're just in a different universe in which their Big Bang started a couple hundred years before yours. So it's like a bunch of like... Every universe has a different starting point, but they're all kind of like aligned. So if you want to return back to your timeline a year back, you really can't. Because you now have to enter a third universe in which it's a year... Before the one that currently exists. So, if you ever want to time travel... other you time traveled a year into the future, so everything still works. So, if you want to travel a year (laughs) into the future, you're going to enter a a different, different universe. You get where I'm going with this? Yeah. 
if you have a time travel, you can't make up the time that you lost. You have to go back um, to your original world, and you have to, uh, you know, just acknowledge that you've missed all that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're set in stone alternate universes, essentially. There's no, you can't, li you literally can't fuck with time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you can still, uh, you can still, uh, um, what's the word? You can still confuse readers, though, with that. <laughs> Because now you have multiple universes you have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like that version of time travel. It's very close to the Avengers time travel, which is how I'm interpreting it, and it's less confusing for me. Okay. Okay. Well, um, time travel is not a thing that can happen, so that's not... That's nothing to worry about. <laughs> that's my uh, theory. <laughs> uh, you can never go back in time. Just totally... The one thing in the world that's impossible. Going back in time. Well, according um, to my theory, you would never go back in time, so... Well, according to your theory, I kind of got zoned out halfway through because I got confused. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, no more... Okay, time travel stuff over. Because I, I guess you, you can get stuck in just trying to explain something that I don't think should be even explained. So then, time travel happens. By the way, one uh, another thing... Uh, this this is during the time travel stuff, by the way. It's when um, I had a co-worker of mine who was really confused with the whole Nebula thing of how both Nebulas were connected. And she thought that was, like, a dumb idea. Uh, I thought that was a smart idea. It's like, I like how they made Nebula a little bit important for in, in the movie by giving her, like, that. So, you're saying that you like Nebula because they gave Nebula the fuck-up stick? <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, you make it sound bad, but... I mean, everybody gets to have the fuck-up stick every once in a while. I mean, come on, Star-Lord had it in the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. So did Doctor Strange! <laughs> Doctor Strange was one of the most fucking smartest characters in the MCU in his own goddamn movie. And then they, like, made him, like, do something really stupid in the next one. It's like, he had no problems using the Time Stone. Oh, I, I haven't told you my favorite theory about the how many universes do we win uh, thing. Oh, no. So, the thing is, there was not just one timeline in which they won. There was several. The thing is, if he says 12, there's only 15. If he says 1, there's like 78. <laughs> so, like, I love how, like, like uh, you bring up this concept where it's like, he, he's, like, scouring through, right? First timeline, he scours through it. It's like, oh God, we're so we're we're fine, we're fine. It's like, what's what's up? We've got like three thousand timelines in which we can win. Really? Yep. Then they all lose. Shit. Stands again. <laughs> oh shit! There's only six hundred now. Uh, there's only six hundred timelines in which we can win, guys. Okay, that's that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, loses. There's only fifty. Uh, there's only one! Shit, I shouldn't have said that. And then when Tony looks at him, he's like, How many times? I was like, How many are there, are there we can win? It's like, Is this the one we win in? It's like, I can't tell you. Yeah. Because if I tell you, we all lose! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is his fault. <laughs> Observing the future changes the future. <laughs> Uh, alright, yeah, he does say that in the movies. I can't tell you, because if I tell you, it won't happen. Um, which, he technically does tell him, and it still happened, so. I mean, to be fair, like, I know that this was all, like, uh, we, the high stakes are all here, and it's like, oh no, we all gotta, we all, this is the last chance, guys. I mean, Ant-Man does have 
the ability to shrink down to the quantum realm again. I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, once you reverse the snap, you can go find Hank Pym, <laughs> make more Pym particles, <laughs> and try again. <laughs> like, you have to explain it to Hank, though. Like, that's the problem here, though. You have to explain it to Hank. He's like... We need more pin particles. I'm like, I'm not gonna make any more pin particles for you. You guys keep taking them from me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you use them to go back in time and steal them from another me. Yeah, that's the other thing. They can't put the pin particles they stole back. <laughs> they used them. Which means they had to go to Pim in the first place to make him make new Pim particles to bring those back and put them in place. That is true. I, I, you know, that's the that, that's one thing I did not think about was the Pim particles. I thought of Mirnir, but not the Pim particles. But just imagine him in his lab. Damn Pim particles shrunk again. <laughs> <laughs> this is normal. This is normal for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay um what if he thought that howard stark stole them this whole time oh no <laughs> this is why he hates howard stark the universe is self-contained guys <laughs> <laughs> oh oh well stark a stark did steal them so i guess so i guess the timeline was not affected then um, except for the fact was... that fucking loki has gone again that is true, but uh, is he, like, alive in our MCU universe, or is it, like, an alternate universe? So, what does the Space Stone do, David? It teleports you through space. Okay, so let's give it a little bit more power, like the comics. Let's say it has that complete... teleports you through space. Hey, let's say it has, it has complete and total control over space. I mean, that's what, what it does. Yeah, so what, what, what can you also do if you control space? You can control volume. And if you can control volume, you can control size. And if you can control size, you have time travel. What's the point of the time stone? <laughs> the time stone makes it easy. <laughs> also, read my new fa uh, fanfic where Loki becomes Hank Pym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Hank Pym, oh, he, he died long ago. It's just been me this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So no, the only reason I ask is because they are going to release a uh, Disney. Uh, I think it's like a Disney Plus series of Loki. So I was just wondering: is like, is this going to be like, is is our universe Loki back, or is it a, just a different parallel universe? I don't know. I'm a little bit confused in like the series that they're making because they're also making a Wanda and Vision uh, show on Disney Plus, but it's going to take place in the past. So I don't know how that's going to work, but... Um... If they did bring Loki back, they brought him back in the way that I hate the most, which is resurrecting a character without any of their character development. Like Gamora? <laughs> like freaking Captain Cold in Legends of Tomorrow, which I'm still mad about. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he came back. I'm pretty sure he did, or at some point, I forget. God damn, I hate him Doctor Who whenever the Doctor dies and they just bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on, stay dead, you jerk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, that's blasphemy. Um, oh, it's God. really not. <laughs> okay, and so then, uh, uh, by the way, how was um, the scene where uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow? I really enjoyed that scene. Oh, by the way, I was, I, I was in another argument. I said that was a fight scene. 
Do y'all think that was a fight scene or not? Mm, not really. It was more like a... Uh, it's weird. It's more like a reverse chase scene. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I was like... Part of my mind was just like, okay, so they both made it to Vormir. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so logically speaking, one of these two has to die. <laughs> I don't want... Natasha to die because it would be kind of weird having two women jump off this thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't want Hawkeye to die because he has kids. I I would have rioted if Hawkeye died. Yeah, and I'm just like <laughs> I feel like I don't like either option. But like Black Widow dying makes more sense just because like from a character perspective, like she has she has done so much fucked up shit in her life that maybe like sacrificing yourself for countless numbers of people you know like may redeem you and i feel like that's like the angle that we're trying to go for just reading her character arc and it makes sense that that's a good way to end it but also suiciding is a weird way to end a character arc yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> don't want anybody getting any ideas 13 reasons why um oh god why bring that up um it's before we move on i didn't want to say I, I like to think um the scenario that viv said about rioting uh, I just I just imagine you like in the theater room as soon as Hawkeye dies, you throw like the popcorn right at the screen because like no we're I I protest let's leave and you're the only one that walks out. Everyone's like oh, I'm okay with that. I want to keep Black Widow. <laughs> a, a a one person uh, riot. I believe they call that a tantrum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I thought I, I thought uh, Black Widow was the one that should have died um, because I mean, come on, Hawkeye has a family. Also, just Hawkeye's like Hawkeye is the heart of the Avengers. the The real reason they lost in Infinity War is because Hawkeye wasn't there, not Captain Marvel. <laughs> Hawkeye. Uh, that is that is true. I mean, I've seen that meme spreading around, and I'm all for it. <laughs> Can we just talk about how, like, I felt so disappointed. This is why the movie has a 9 out of 10. I feel disappointed because Hawkeye and Ant-Man didn't have any scenes together where they, like, actually chatted and had a good time. Because they put them together. They put Paul Rudd and Jeremy Renner uh, together in press releases and stuff. And they have such great chemistry together. And I'm like, why weren't they together in the movies? I had because it. They already did their signature move of Ant-Man on the Arrow in uh, Civil War. Okay, so I was going to ask if they did them? that. Yeah, they did in Civil War. Uh, Hawkeye shot uh, Ant-Man at, uh, Stark, at Tony Stark, and then Ant-Man started crawling inside his armor. Speaking of these characters, I just need to say, every single hug in this movie is so cathartic. Mm. <laughs> Like, uh, you, at the very beginning of the recording, you asked, what was your favorite scene? And we just completely moved on. I was going to say, it is Ant-Man hugging his daughter. Oh. <laughs> it is the best part of the entire movie, and it happens so early. Um, that is true. While we're on this topic, what's everyone's favorite hug? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I I, personally I was going to say... Didn't didn't Cassie look a little bit older than what she should have been just for five years? I thought the same thing, yes. Okay, I just wanted to point yeah. that out. It made me question two things. One, how old is Cassie? And two, I don't think I know how old kids are. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask that to parents who have kids. 
how old's your kid? It's like, oh, they're three. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, three? It's like, yeah. They look like they're at least six or 12. I don't know. Cassie looked like <laughs> 19 or 20. And I swear I thought she was like eight. I don't know. She, she looked like a Hollywood teen. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds but, uh, about right. I'm sorry I was about to say Power you. Rangers teenager, but uh, my favorite hug was the one between Tony and his dad. Because it's like, they have built that up so much, and it's just like, oh no, Tony, don't leave. Stay here with your dad. Have a chat. Have some dinner. You have time travel. You can wait. <laughs> <laughs> just use the pimp particles. Go back in time to a third timeline and get some more pimp particles and leave. <laughs> It's like Inception. You can just keep going down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Until you time travel too far and end up in the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> you, know, you know you really did mess up. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, he meets... <laughs> he sees Johnny Storm. He's like, hey, Captain. Oh, no, wait. Don't bring that up. I'm going to bring that up later. Uh <laughs> Um, okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> we were saving that for later. We were saving this that for isn't later, scripted, John. but we did Damn tell it. one joke accidentally. I, don't, I didn't hear the joke. I'm sorry. I um, forgot what we were talking about before the initial recording, so I forgot the joke. Now you have to leave it in just to leave this part in. Um, my favorite hug had to be very end, where Cap hugs Peggy Aww. in their last dance, which I think was the perfect ending for Cap. Which happened in an alternate timeline, according to the Russos, but yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is, um, but uh, not to cop out, I think uh, uh, Spider-Man with uh, Iron Man. Oh, That's a very solid hug as well. Yeah, it's just a circle of life there. That was pretty adorable there. My favorite hug was all of uh, Scarlet Witch's rage around uh, Thanos while he was. Oh here. my god, that is my! I can watch that on replay for like the rest of my life. She was gonna kill him. <laughs> she was gonna kill him. There's no way you can tell me that he that he wasn't gonna die from that. Oh yeah, that's. I thought I thought we were talking about something totally different. Yeah, that's the part I'm talking about. I w I would rewatch that a thousand times. Uh, Scarlet Witch is my most favorite. MCU and comic uh, character. Now you mentioned that. I have to ask, how do you feel about the power change? I know it happened forever ago. <laughs> like, in, I in mean, Ultron. She but... always had a, like, set power. I mean, it's always changed throughout, like, depending on who's writing her. Her power is supposed to be, like, a combination of reality and probability manipulation, I think. Which is yeah. weird, because she got it from the Mind know, Stone. They... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm happy that in, in the MCU she doesn't have reality warping powers. Um, because but she does, that, doesn't she? I don't think she does. I, I She just has a Jean, Jean Grey level of, like, magic psychic power. It's getting up there. It's She's getting stronger. Yes. Which um, brings me up to, like, a lot of stuff I have, like, towards, like, what's coming up for, like, the MCU stuff. But uh, we'll save that until, like, the very end. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, hugs. Hugs were amazing. Hugs all around. If I was around, yeah, I'll give y'all a hug, but I'm not, so 
I can't give you a hug. Oh. Uh, battle scene. Did you think there was enough battle scene? I kind of thought that there was a right amount of battle scene here. I feel like there were a correct amount also. Not too many, not too few. Uh, yeah. I definitely wouldn't want there to be more. I might argue for less. <laughs> it was kind of dry towards the first, uh, a little bit in the beginning, I think. Or at least that's how my memory saw it. There was a lot of exposition and talking at the beginning, which is fine. Yeah. Because it really helps get the characters grounded. And I really missed them, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just feel like a lot of scenes were, like, too long and some were too short. But anything to give more, What uh... are you talking about? Did, did you not want another, like, ten minutes of trying to get Ant-Man to take a picture with the kids? That could have gone for another <laughs> ten minutes. I would have been okay. I think that that part was fine. I think the pan at the very end to to Peggy and Cap was too long. That that pan should have been sped up. There's there's a couple uh, areas that could have yeah. been shaved down. And then if we shave off enough, we can add a scene with a character who didn't get enough characterization. But which I don't know which one. Rocket. <laughs> I miss Rocket. Um, they didn't show him enough in the movie. He was at he was in the beginning. Yeah, I know. He wasn't enough in the movie, is what I said. Well, I mean, I think compared to, like, some other heroes, I think he got enough. Get, like, some proper War Machine characterization. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, it was. War Machine was Bucky. in the Patriot suit at the end, wasn't he? Was he? Oh, I did, I did not pay or attention not, to that. Not Patriot. Uh, what, what's the name of the, uh, of the America-themed uh, Iron Man suit? I can't remember. Iron Patriot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, exactly that. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure I saw blue and red once. on him. Well, he did wear it once in the Iron Man 3? I think it was 2, because 3 was the one where everyone was exploding, right? No, it was 3. It was 3. It was 3, because that's the one where they uh, kidnapped the President of the United States. And ah. for some reason, he was white. But this was during <laughs> the Obama administration. I don't know what kind of political <laughs> message that was. It's a different universe. What do you want I to know! Do? But, like, do Rick and Morty and just make the president black even while it's Donald Trump? Even though the Rick and Morty universe does take place, like, in that time uh, period. Like, 2008 or something, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh god, I totally forgot. Uh, elevator scene. Did y'all get, uh, did y'all enjoy that? Oh, that oh was great! God. That was <laughs> such, gonna... so good! <laughs> I muttered it under my breath. Uh, I was just like, oh, everybody god. wants to get off this elevator. And then he looked, and he's just like, Hail Hydra. And I'm like, fuck it, dude, it said the thing! <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god, I have a coworker who has not seen all the movies. He's seen, mm -hmm. like, a few of them. And he told me the two movies specifically that he didn't see were Winter Soldier and mm -hmm. uh, Iron Man 2 and, um, what's the other one? Uh, Thor of the Dark World. And he realized that he had not watched the second sequel of any of those movies, but has watched the third, the, or he has not seen the part two of any of those movies, but has seen the part three of all of them, which is weird. And so then I'm just like, hold on a second. So when he said Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just get entirely lost. <laughs> Did you know what was going on? Or it's like, I mean, I got enough context from like the later movies that I kind of figured that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D was infiltrated by Hydra, and I, I heard hearsay. It didn't throw me off. That, that's true. They also specifically say that they're actually Hydra before that scene. That's true. Mm, yes, they do. But for somebody who hasn't seen a lot of the movies, I mean, Hydra's like, not really that important all the time. It's like a backdrop for like, these are clearly bad people. Yeah, well, h how many good aligned organizations are named Hydra? Let's be real. 
I would say that maybe if there was a pharmaceutical agency. Maybe. I mean, it's like rim, rim, limb re regeneration. I would trust them. Unless I found out that their uh, CEO was like an octopus man or something. Then I would be like, maybe not. <laughs> make prosthetic limbs. They have this harness with uh, four prosthetic limbs on it. Uh, and then uh, the CEO, CEO is Otto Octavius. <laughs> the real twist is it's actually an octopus that was mutated into a person. <laughs> like Octodad. <laughs> Just a um, real regular octopus dressed up as a person. I was gonna say, speaking about like, organizations, I'm a, a little bit sad that they've never done anything with Roxxon, even though they always mention them, like in a lot of movies and TV shows. It's like, oh yeah, it was. Uh, this was provided by Roxxon, or the Roxxon Corporation bought this, or it has done this, but they've never actually like made them into like a villain, which in the comics they are. I think the. They mentioned Roxxon in the semi-canon Hulk movie, didn't they? Or was it in the actual Hulk movie? I don't remember that. I don't remember the Hulk movie. Neither do I. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Roxxon, wasn't that the oil spill in the real world? No, that was, uh, BP, right? Mm -hmm. Br sure British Petroleum. I'm thinking of Roxxon. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I do know they maybe, used Roxxon but... in, uh, Agent Carter. Uh, yeah, they did. Okay, this isn't a joke. I, I legitimately thought that Broxon was a real company. Um, <laughs> Exxon. Uh, oh! Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I typed like, in Roxxon oil spill, and it's like, did you mean Exxon oil spill? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, speaking about Agent Carter... I am I am a little bit upset that they did not introduce the Agent of Shield characters in this uh in the end because hey they're part of the MCU as well. They really what? weren't until until they introduced Jarvis from Agent Carter because that confirmed that the TV shows are actually canon and not just the uh, insane. No, the TV of, shows. Uh, executives. Um, the TV shows. Their each season was affected by whatever happened. In the movies, the TV yeah, but shows the, are the TV shows affect the movies. No, the TV that's shows are one-way canon, so they're yeah, affected by I'm the movies, but not the other way. They chose to accept one TV show, but not the others. Not one where Agent Coulson is in. It's like I find that very like like irritating. So, in the next season of the Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and uh, Iron Fist they uh, all got Netflix canceled. series, yeah, I thought they did um, cancel all of them. I know they, I know they got canceled. I think he's, I think he's trying to make a joke. I, I'm apologize. Continue with your joke. Are we just gonna assume that they all got dusted? <laughs> 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 oh shit! They have to come back. Never mind. <laughs> Let's just say that they're that they accidentally didn't come back. I like they how ended you ended up in your another universe. I fucked up my own joke. I realized that they came back. Well, let's say no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This works. This works perfectly. When they when they return, when they when they supposedly come back, they actually end up in a different universe accidentally, and other people from another universe get pulled out. That's where Mysterio comes from. <laughs> All right. So so who do we replace everyone with? So who is Mysterio replacing? Uh, Iron Fist. No, I I, I vote for uh for Daredevil because Mysterio has visual illusions. Okay. Um, Alright. Let's go with Wolverine for Luke Cage. <laughs> As opposed to being bulletproof, he, he just takes the bullets and grows his skin back, okay. <laughs> Iron Fist could be replaced. Who who do we hmm. 
do you place Iron Fist? I'm gonna vote for Miss Marvel just because I want to see Miss Marvel in in the MCU. I think that she'll organically appear though. These like I feel like hmm. She might appear in Agents, but she's an <gasps> Inhuman, and they don't want to show Inhumans. Oh my god. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't want to, uh, like, okay, so, sorry, weird theory. Um, uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. So, what if Mysterio comes from, like, I know that Mysterio might be lying out of his ass, but let's humor the idea that he's actually from another universe, and he's just lying about being a hero. What if he's from the Tobey Maguire universe? I'm in. That's not, I would be so on board with that. one that has mentioned that. From what I I've know, heard. but it's the first time I've thought of it, and I'm so proud of myself. You, you know what I want now? <laughs> a live action into the Spider Verse. You know what else I want? Because now, let, let's say they introduce a new, a new Fantastic Four with <gasps> oh a third my God. Richards. We can have a Council of Richards oh or Council of Reeds. Wait. It's just, it's just every Reed Richards that has ever been on film, including the one from the nineties. Oh, <laughs> and it started. He's the one that started it. <laughs> Uh, can oh. I give you my idea really quick? Uh, I just thought about it, and I know it can no longer be done. So this is a big miss for Marvel. It's they they totally missed this opportunity. Uh, uh, they should have they should one they should cancel uh, Farm from Home, and then uh, reshoot it, keep it the exact same way, except cast uh, Mysterio as Tobey Maguire, and then. <laughs> Have it be, and then have it be your way where he's from that universe, his own Spider-Man universe, but then just say that he lost his his spider powers, so he really wanted to be a hero again, so he took the Mysterio uh, persona, because he's smart, he can make illusionary stuff uh, with just science tech thing, and then bring him into the Far From Home uh, movie, and then you introduce the Spider-Verse. There you go. So where do the inheritors pop up? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, they need to stay far away from this movie. As I, far as we can throw them. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm waiting for the entire study group to get their uh their spider powers. Spider Gwen? No, take away Jessica Jones. Put Spider Gwen. What is? Uh, uh, forgive me, I haven't seen Jessica Jones. What What is Jessica Jones? What does she do? Uh, no, that's a good question. She's a walking brick. So mm, yeah. she's just super strong. Is she durable? Uh, I think so, yeah. And she's also uh, yeah. a private investigator. We replaced her with the good Hawkeye. Like, no offense <laughs> to Clint Barton, but Kate Bishop is the better Hawkeye. Isn't that the only daughter? time I've seen her was in Avengers Children Crusade, um, which we did a we, we did the comic corner thing about that, John. So you should know yeah. a lot about. I was about to say no. I was, I was actually thinking about that whenever they introduced a bunch of characters like her, like his daughter. I'm like. Is she gonna be the Hawkeye for the Young Avengers? And then, um, then they showed the Cassie grew up. I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, I was gonna say stamina. What's her name again? Um, stature. Stature. There we go. And then they showed the kid at the end, uh, Tony's funeral. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's the kid from Iron Man Iron 3. Lad. Iron Lad. There we go. There we have Avengers already. <laughs> I was actually gonna have to ask who that people. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that was the dude until I, like, looked up, uh, so, you know, I started looking up reviews on the movie, and they're like, oh, and they like how they intru- they brought back the kid from Iron Man 3. I was like, holy shit, that is the dude. I totally forgot there was a kid in is Iron Man Is that the same 3. actor? I think so, yeah. His name's Harley, I know that. Uh, but yeah, Iron Lad. And then they're gonna, they, they can make a new vision, because I'm pretty sure Shuri 
has the vision information saved. Oh, we're going to get Viv Vision. Ooh, I never thought about that. Who else was a young Avenger? Uh, There's Patriot, but is he in the movies? Yeah, it's Patriot, but they don't have a young black guy. Unless they're going to make Falcon Patriot. No, they're going to make Falcon. No, Falcon is just going to be, yeah, he's Cap. He's Cap. So there's Patriot, and then there's uh, Hawkling, which is a uh, a scroll, I think. Uh, like yeah, I think so. So, I mean, there is that, I guess. But then you also need Wiccan and, uh, and... I forgot the name of the speedster. Speed. Yeah, Speed. Wow, very creative, Marvel. Um, well, to be fair, you don't need them. You can always just do what the Avengers did and not introduce Ant-Man or Wasp until some some point in the second phase. But since you said you haven't read Kate Bishop recently, I can loan you, like, all of West Coast Avengers. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't know she was in the West Coast Avengers. Uh, it just got cancelled again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marvel, it just got cancelled again. <laughs> But it was wonderful while it lasted, and I'm a little salty that they ended it. You know, a lot of people were salty that they ended Gwenpool, I think? I may I or may not that. have picked up uh, West Coast Avengers because Gwenpool was in it. Ooh, nice. I do not, I do not know if she was in her own team. Yeah, she's in, uh, the, the team is Quinn, the, the mutant. I don't remember his last name. Uh, both Hawkeyes. Uh, um, um, okay. Uh, America Chavez. Um, oh. Gwenpool. And then there's Fuse and his sister. Well, sort of. Squirrel Girl in it? Squirrel Girl's not. Squirrel Girl's a uh, Great Lakes Avengers. Hmm. So we're we not going to talk about how. Uh, are we not going to talk about the newest Avengers, Squirrel Girl? She's just like wicked mad at soccer. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I'm just making a joke. And, uh, I, I realized you were making a joke. I just decided not to, to acknowledge it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey David. Is that one of those, is that one of those jokes you were telling me about that you edit out of the Infinite Adventures? <laughs> no, I think those are the ones I leave in because of the cringeworthiness of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you know so, your audience craves that cringe. <laughs> I crave that cringe. <laughs> so um, okay, I think we're going way off on tangents now. So uh, let's just hit the very end of it. Uh, battle scenes, amazing. Uh, Captain America picking up Thor's hammer. Everyone can agree that was amazing. Best Pretty fight much. scene in the film. Best fight scene. We actually saw a badass Thanos. Like a badass Thanos oh, fighting. Oh, I'm so actually glad fighting. that made him comic accurate and gave him the Thanos copter. <laughs> Wait. Did I miss that? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta look up the, the in-game no, no, Thanos no, 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 copter. No, 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 I'm, It's a goof, it's a goof. Oh, the giant you got me excited. <laughs> no. Giant two-sided blade that he had. Oh. <laughs> I know during the fight scene when um, friggin' Thor and uh, yeah, when they were shooting the beams at him and he just like spun that thing like crazy. It was like, dude, how is he spinning that thing like a helicopter? But I never put it together. But <laughs> Okay, so now we just have to imagine Thanos flying with it. <laughs> just holds Andrews. it above its head. It's just like Mjolnir. You just spin it really fast. <laughs> you tilt it oh, to change the direction, just like a copter. Um, if you pay very close attention, it actually says Thanos on the hilt. <laughs> you know what I want now? I want Ant-Man to have a tiny... Like, like have a drone that he, like, remote controls while standing on top of it. 
<laughs> Why doesn't he have one, though? Because he can fly on ants. Yeah, but didn't you, you didn't see Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's a real problem with seagulls. <laughs> yeah, I, I do really need to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. I meant to see it. I saw a review of uh, the MCU like the, in, it's in, in its entirety. And this one guy's like, I really didn't want to see... I didn't really have to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. It really sucked. I don't know why it sounded like Adam... Um, that one Adam movie review guy. I don't know why. It wasn't him. But uh, he's like, I really hate this movie because it's like, I didn't need to see this. I don't need to see Ant-Man flying on an ant, almost being eaten by seagulls. That's not an adventure that I needed to see. That's just boring. And I'm like, fuck you. I love that scene. (laughs) Portraying seagulls as the villains they are. (laughs) Steal my fry. I'll show you. (laughs) Um, So we can agree Ant-Man 3 it's gonna be Ant-Man versus the Seagulls. Pretty much. I want to see Ant-Man 3 just be his daughter accidentally, or not accidentally, his daughter just getting a little too curious of the Ant-Man stuff and just, like, really wanting to try it out. And then, like, Ant-Man, uh, Scott just can't get her to not do it. And he's just like, oh, okay, fine. Just just one time is fine. And then things get really out of hand. That's the Ant-Man <laughs> 3 I want to see. Ant-Man versus the Seagulls from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Oh, God. So, I actually wanted to ask y'all all a question, but I want to ask it t- more towards the end. So, if there's any other things you guys want to talk about? Well, uh, we'll just, you know, like, quickly skim through the fight scene, then. Uh, okay, so, uh, we, okay, Thor, uh, Captain America, Thor, Hammer, amazing. Everyone agrees on that. Uh, Thanos breaking uh, Cap's shield, like, protected by Tony's vision. I don't know if y'all remembered that. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Uh, and then I guess it's the whole, by the way, did y'all like the whole, uh, women, uh, hero scene? The uh, cause I have a lot of, there's a lot of people that found that like kind of dumb, which I don't I know I loved why. it. It was great. When I saw that happening, I'm just like, oh look, it's the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> True. The only problem I had with it was that Black Widow wasn't there. Well, uh, there's a few problems with that. Yeah. I think that uh, we can address that. It's kind of they couldn't weaken at Bernie's her up there. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they did? <laughs> the first A Force movie is uh, A Force weaken at Bernie's. <laughs> no, we swear, we swear, Black Widow didn't die during this. She's too badass. Hi, I'm Black Widow. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, by the way, Black. Uh, speaking about Black Widow and how she died, uh, quick thing, something, I'm, I'm pretty sh- I don't know if y'all thought about this. You know how Cab has to go back in time and put the gems back <laughs> to where they it, found them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the Soul Stone? What is he going to do when he gets there and sees who's guarding it? Captain Steve Rogers. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got to do it. <laughs> like, is he... Does he do it before he puts uh, Mjolnir back? And then like, it's just like before he's going to go put that back. So there's just like a whole fight scene that doesn't even end because it can't end. No, he shows up and it's like, oh, here's the stone. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Oh, God. Uh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot his name. Red what, Skull? What was the name of the actor who played him? Uh, the one that played him in the in the original movie, or the one who plays him now? 
in the original movie. Uh, fuck, I don't remember either of their names. <laughs> uh, I wanted to make a Matrix. Hugo Weaving is that his name? I think so. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, a, yeah I Weaving. thought about that. I was like, I wonder how Cap uh, felt about that. Actually, you know, this scene would have played out. Uh, um, uh, would have played out well, and Red Skull could still survive this. Um, if if we go with the scenario that you implied. And is that he left the he the soul stone and then went back to uh to go put up Mjolnir, because he's about to kill Red Skull and the hammer just drops and it's like okay I guess revenge isn't worthy. <laughs> you won this round, Red Skull. I'll be back. Um. But he has to actually resolve this, so he spends like twenty years up there. <laughs> No, so that's what happens immediately after Endgame. He's like, no, I don't think I would. Also, can I borrow the spaceship? I have someone's ass to go kick. <laughs> so then, uh, it's, it's rushed to the end so we can get to the ending. A-Force shows up, pretty nice. Uh, Spider-Man was nice with uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, wish they had a little extra scene together. But um, you can't have everything, I guess. And then there's the death scene with Tony Stark, which I think was done perfectly. That glazed look in his eye. Because mm. I, I didn't even realize it until I saw a review saying, oh, that's uh, tease, that, that that was a callback to like the Avengers movie where Cap told uh, Tony that he's not the type of person to sacrifice himself. I didn't realize that was a uh, throwback to that. So now that I do, I just... Except that death scene more, and then um, the whole Peggy Carter thing with uh, uh, with Cap, which I think was the perfect perfect ending for Cap's story. Oof. Not dying in a pile of fire to compliment that the first time when he died in a pile of ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no! See that um, comes after Old Man Cap grabs Red Skull and he pilots him and Red Skull into the sun. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, and so that's that's the end of the movie. I guess before we call it a day, what, what was your question, John? So, I don't know who else here is excited for the Disney Plus shows. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Vision and Wanda, and um, um, Loki. So, I have a question, and it's, if you had to pitch a show, what would you pitch? And it can be like a minute, it can be 30 seconds, it can be a simple sentence. Because I thought of something a minute ago, thinking about this. Hmm. I do have an idea, but not as a TV show, but as a movie. The Champions. The Champions is a TV show. Like, assuming we have to stick to Marvel. Yeah, I, I actually yes. don't know who those are, so... Uh, the, the Champions... They're, they're the Champions of the people. They're, it's a, another kid hero group. It's Miss Marvel, Amadeus Cho... Uh, I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head. Nova. Mm-hmm. Isn't Nova getting his own movie? Uh... I don't think the Nova. I don't think the kid Nova is. Oh, is it the Nova Core? Think so. I can be wrong. Uh, uh, let's see. Viv is in that one, right? Mission uh, Viv. Yeah, I think she is. Uh, Ironheart is there. Also, I just kind of want to see Ironheart. Uh, I'm already getting what I want, and that's a Vision and a Scarlet Witch TV series. So I already okay, got so what I want. Okay, so you're just gonna vote for something that already exists. 
So I don't oh, have a I name mean, for this. I already have what I want. I don't have a name for this, but uh, I, 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 I do gotta admit, I think I, uh, I just now remembered that I actually talked about this with someone else. I did not just come up with this concept. I just remembered it. I absolutely love the idea of Scott Lang having to uh, take care of his daughter. Uh, well, no, not take care of, but like, hang, uh, like his daughter, uh, Peter Parker, and for I don't know how they're gonna pull this up with Shuri, just all hanging out, and Scott Lang is just kind of like roped into this because I love the idea of. Two super smart, intelligent kids just techno babbling, and Aunt, this is just normal for Ant Man dealing with people who just techno babble all the time. It's like, yep, yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> and then he's just being roped into all this, uh, all these shenanigans. This sounds like a great idea. I'm sorry, uh, Marvel, do something with that, please, please, just steal this idea and just make it. Please, I want to see this. Shuri and Spider Man work together to shrink vibranium. <laughs> um, vibranium oh, nanobots. Yeah. Quick question before we end. In the movie, there wasn't any end credit scene. Like, of course. And I mean, we I, 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 I was kind of okay with that. I I wish there would be one, or there. I wish that there was one, but that's just me, me, me being me. So I'm okay that there wasn't. If y'all would want to have an end credit scene to like, tease what's coming up for like the future of the MCU, what would you have wanted to see? Wait, wait. The Marvel movies have end credit scenes? No, <laughs> so you're joking, right? Oh god! No, oh. I know. <laughs> I, I can't I keep say, that up. <laughs> I'd say, Viv, I have bad news for you. <laughs> you should have been saying to the very end of every movie. They tease these stuff at the end of the movies. Uh, I have a uh, Stinger's website bookmarked for every movie. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, because oh, it's e- it's to that. you gotta just. Look it up. That's another reason why I wait until after after opening weekend to see anything. Oh, okay. I didn't want to wait. I'm sorry. I also did not want to wait. But uh, since there wasn't one on this one, if you were like the director and got to put a one at the very end, just to tease what's coming up, what would y'all have liked to uh, put in there? Because I got one. And I thought was I think it's a pretty good idea. Okay. Um, so I'll go first if if I have to, and give y'all time to think. Thanos is gone. They don't have any villains coming up, or any major threat villains like Thanos. Uh, everyone keeps teasing that, or everyone keeps saying that oh, it's going to be a uh, a nihilist, which is a pretty good one, and I can kind of see where they uh they can try to fit that in. Uh, I was thinking that at the very end of the credit scenes, whatever, that they had that they pan back to like the destroyed building. Of the Avengers, uh, uh, headquarters and um, the portal act, the little machine thing, like somehow has enough power, juice, whatever, and activates, and it like you know does the thing of, and then something pops out, and it's a, it's it's a dude, it's a guy in like purple trunks, buffed green, and has white long hair and a white beard, and he doesn't say anything. You just see the the back of him. And it just ends there. And you get the maestro. I was gonna say, going maestro here. Is that old you know. Hulk from the future? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's evil okay. Hulk. Evil Hulk. He has the he has time travel, and the knowledge of it is like he could have teased the maestro. And I think he's a I think he's a pretty good villain to be on par with uh, Thanos because he's also a very intelligent villain, extremely intelligent. Plus, has the strength of the Hulk. Counterpoint. So I'm not yes. going to make an end credit scene, but Maestro seems like if they 
if they do that, since he's not as iconic as some of the other ones, I think, he may not be like a three phase, 10 year villain. You know what I mean? Well, no, I didn't mean like to be like that, but to oh, okay. be a villain that the Avengers have to team up again for. Okay, okay. I feel like they have to de escalate a bit. So if I were to give a post-credit scene, it would be a super-sized shawarma scene. <laughs> <laughs> and the battle that the Avengers are going to have to fight is the effect that the shawarma has on them, like, two hours later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the restroom! And you'll have, you'll have just the Black Widow line. and Hawkeye scene there, but then trying to get into the restrooms. Or you can double down on making it really, really sad. And you, you it's the end credit scene is just orange, right? Just orange. And then you see uh, two people sitting at a table. Uh, one of them is uh, Gamora and the other one is Black Widow. And then you just hear them chat about how, oh, look like they did it, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Hey, you guys paid exciting. to see this movie and you guys, uh, you guys wanted to see all these happy endings. But now here's one last sad ending. <laughs> We see both of them together with Lady Death, though. I'm a little bit sad that they, they didn't introduce Lady Death. I'm okay with that, honestly. That, like, I feel like the pacing for... Thanos. The MCU, congrats the MCU. They have amazing pacing when it comes to escalating uh, to escalating power levels in their franchise. Mm -hmm. They didn't start day one with uh, a, a world-destroying threat um, and then just go from there. Just New York. Oh, well, I mean, you know, um, uh, I, I meant Iron Man 1, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, there was that one thing we wanted to say that we wanted to keep at the end about uh, Chris Evans. And uh, I forgot what it was now. Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, for those of you who have not seen the uh, Spider-Man trailer the new one that came out because this episode is not coming out for another like two weeks oh well, as of have... recording it doesn't come out for another two weeks from recording yeah so um... i'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have already seen it if not go watch it why have you not seen it um they make a tease or not they 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 reference that mysterio in the movie is not from our is not from our earth but it's from a uh, parallel world. And so my thing is, the reason they killed off Captain America, it's because Fantastic Four has been confirmed, and Chris Evans could be uh, reclaiming his role as the Human Torch. So, yeah. There's that to think about. I have several problems with that. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Let the man rest. He's he already said that he was getting old that he's 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 getting too old for the stunts and for like the like movement and stuff. He doesn't like doing it anymore. I also be really worried about being typecast. Like I feel like <laughs> being in a Marvel movie is real bad for getting other roles that aren't like superhero themed. <laughs> I feel like the person who has the most fun doing it, I think in my opinion, is Chris Hemsworth. Uh because he signed on for uh, for another phase of deals mm -hmm. so like if he's or, or if he wants to go more and more and more like he's obviously okay and comfortable with this he's trying to milk all the money you know, every time we see thor he's a different like he, he's going through something different mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so like for chris hemsworth it's like never really that boring for him i think yeah well i think they'd be great i i one it is a great idea that they chose to part partner him up with the uh 
with the Guardians of the Galaxy cast mm-hmm. because uh, uh, Peter, uh, Star Lord, and Thor just have like the best banter, <laughs> and I mean, and that that is hard to argue against. They have the best banter. I mean, if you ask me, I think that um, Thor and Hulk have the best banter. Yeah, that was a really I, bad pun. I'm cutting that I one out. Uh, that was just a terrible pun that didn't land. Oh. Yeah. Well, you're throwing a lot of those up in the air. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm editing this. Because <laughs> and there's going to be a weird cut where I just said that, and people are not going to know the terrible joke that I just made. <laughs> well, now you have to leave it in. Yeah, now you have to leave it in. If you keep referencing it, then he has to leave it in. That's, mm. that's what I've learned. It's when it comes to like editing things. A proper yeah. shipping name. Everybody knows the, the best ship name for Thor slash Hulk is Folk. Folk? Yeah, just Folk. Well, I mean, the alternative is whore, so... <laughs> or, or you can go with the punny stuff. Like, I know the multi-ship for, like, for Bruce Banner, uh, Cap, and Iron Man is Stark Spangled Banner. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's good. I like that one. <laughs> We'll just end it there. Uh, th- yeah, we'll just end it there, saluting America's ass, right? <laughs> we never mentioned that. How did we not I, mention how that did yet? We not mention that. That is a good point. That was so great. Like I'm complaining about there not being enough <laughs> queer rep in there. <laughs> like, is there oh, any God. doubt that Ant Man is not by there? <laughs> but, like, he's absolutely by. Confirmed. Absolutely. I think. Like, here's the thing, though. Like. Um, I know that I don't know how much of it is just a ru- it's just like uh for play because you know there's always like the uh, the whole you know bromance thing um, that some actors do but Paul Rudd really gets into it with uh, Jeremy Renner in his interviews and I just think that the uh, that he really puts that in Ant Man also yeah um I don't know I think there's uh, not much more about um the that End Game that I really wanted to talk about. This is the opposite of a uh, negative. This isn't really even a review. This is like us just dorking over this. Yeah, it's true. I will end things by saying I am willing to give it a 10 out of 10. I liked it that much. I've moved up my ranking. It's at least a 9 out of 10 now. Uh, I'm going to stick with it was a 10 out of 10. I really don't have any problems, like actually really have any problems with the movie. Like, there's more problems in Back to the Future. Like, a lot of problems. Like, a lot of problems. I would I've never seen it again, so I wouldn't know. You, you, what do you mean again? You've never seen it. Uh, I'm, no, I'm saying, I'm stating it again. I've never seen it. Oh. I mean, rankings are a personal thing. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. What are you talking about? My, If I say it's 10 out of 10, it is by law a 10 out of 10 movie, and there's no one else that can say anything else. Wait, hold on, someone's at the door. Oh, Jesus, the cops, it's because I said <laughs> 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> That was nice. Well, guys, uh, we'll... Oh, shit, I was about to say see you next time. I just realized that I did say a bunch of... Oh, no! Um, well, guys, it's been it's been a blast. Um, it sounds kind of weird saying that. The, um, there's not going to be a next time for this, which is... It's, it's very disheartening. But it is what it is, and hopefully we'll be able to keep on doing Infinite Adventures... And maybe I'll make, and and hopefully there's going to be some more. What do you mean hopefully? That that's going low. That's going to go forward. No, no, I no, I didn't mean like that. I was there was a long longer sentence than that. Like, oh, I want to make some comics and stuff. Also, uh, some more uh, uh, drawings and stuff like that. I have some really cool ideas for drawings, but I always feel guilty never working on them because I always have other stuff to do. 
So hopefully we'll be getting more of that. And, and this is where you put in the song. Uh, as you go remember on, me. You remember. And then you put in like little snippets of like cool moments we had in the podcast. <laughs> Oh god! Like every time that we've ever, uh, like every time that we ever um, uh, made fun of uh, Cedro, hmm, those were fun. I don't remember those. That's because you weren't the butt of the joke on those. <laughs> we don't make them on this podcast. We make them on the other one. You actually just wrote uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, too. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't know why we even did that one. That one was. Really weird. It, it was an early it. episode. It was it was weird, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. Recapped I... pixels instead of making a new one. <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. What can you do? Redo this all over again? I would it. We I'm wouldn't get the magic machine. we did. <laughs> oh god. All right. Well, take it easy, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll I'll see you. Uh, in a couple days for Infinite Adventures. Hop on over to that show, and you're still going to hear us. Most of us. We're still going to do stuff in the future with everybody, so hopefully we'll get to that when we get to that. Bye, everybody.